giving people the grace to change. In my most recent podcast, I shared about how we have to pick up the pen and write a new headline, right? Write a new, write a new title to the story of our life. And that way, when we begin to write our story of our life's book, it matches the title of the identity that we have set out to be. And a lot of times when we go and do that, the people that were in our old book, they may not, one, come with us because they may not accept the new us. Or two, they may love us and they may embark on the, on the journey too. And they may be on their own life journey of, of changing their identity and changing who they are to become a better them. And we got to give those people grace. And so this message today is for one, you, the person that is picking up that pen and you're writing that new headline, you're writing that new title of your life's book. And you have now on this journey of changing who you are and creating the person that you want to be. This message is also for the person in your life that is on that journey. Maybe you have already embarked on this journey. You were like, yes, Natalie, I'm in your muscle and mindset program and, or I'm in another, you know, I'm on my own life journey and I get this and I have been, you know, declaring who I am and I've been walking out this new person every day and I'm cultivating new friendships. I'm cultivating, you know, new relationships with people that, you know, are are my are my flavor, are my vibe, are who I'm desiring to become. And this this message is for you to give grace. Give grace to yourself and give grace to other people that are doing the same thing. Maybe there are people in your life right now that you need to give grace to. That they have picked up that pen and they are trying every day. They may, they may fall, but they're trying. They're trying to become that new them. And you got to give them grace and you got to give them the freedom to be able to do that and give them the encouragement to be able to change and to be able to grow. And then two is giving yourself grace. You know, as you begin to write out this new you. And as you begin to look in the mirror and declare who you are and you're rewriting the script in your head, you're, you're declaring the new thoughts, you're, you're taking the old thoughts captive and you're declaring those new thoughts. You've got to give yourself grace because those thoughts have been in there for a long time, a long, long time. And so it's going to take time and consistency every day to change those thoughts. We have over 60,000 plus thoughts a day. Over 80% of them are negative, negative. And over 90% are the same. So every single day you're having over 60,000 thoughts a day, 90% are the exact same thoughts you had the day before and the day before, and 80% are negative. So there is a reason why you've got to give yourself grace because you're literally taking the thoughts that you have been on repeat for if you're 40 years old, 38 years old, 35 years old, 25 years old, you've had those same repetitive thoughts every day and they're negative. So now you're declaring positive thoughts and you're declaring new thoughts. So you've got to, you know, your, your, your mind is like a computer and it's holding all this data. So you're reprogramming the data 
but it's not going to stick until you've actually rewired those thoughts. And that comes with time and consistency of every day holding those negative, holding those toxic thoughts that you've had on repeat and reprogramming the new thoughts that match the new title of your life. So you've got to give yourself grace. And here's what I found with my own life. As much grace as I give myself, that's as much grace as I'm going to give other people. Because the lens that you see for yourself is the same lens that you see through other people. On a side note, when I meet people that are extremely judgmental, it's because they're extremely judgmental toward themselves. They are actually extremely judgmental of the things of them of their own life and they have that lens and because they have that lens on their life, that's the only lens they see through for other people. Let me just give you a quick example. One of the gals in our program we were talking about this very, this very subject about being judgmental. And she was saying before muscle and mindset, I was extremely judgmental. And I said, that's because you were judgmental about yourself. She's like, wait, what? She's like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm like, no, no, no. Why don't you think about this? When you look at an overweight person, what do you see? And she began, and I said, first of all, before you say anything, let me tell you what I see. Okay. I said, when I, when I was judgmental of myself, I mean, when I picked myself apart, when I, you know, pinched fat on my body and I hated the way I looked and I was constantly critiquing myself and extremely judgmental on my own image of my body and my own, and my own thoughts. And I was just, I was extremely critical of myself. I carried those same lens toward other people. So before I got a hold of my thoughts, when I lived in this space, I would be critical of other people. So when I would see someone that was overweight or when I would see somebody, you know, in, in that same lens that I didn't like of myself, if like they, you know, if I saw, you know, that they were, you know, working out and they were on the treadmill and they were barely, you know, they were on their phone. I, in my mind, rather than being like, I'm glad that she's here and she's, you know, she's trying, I'd be like, oh my gosh, she's not even really working out. She's just on her phone. And th- that thought would creep in my mind. And it was because when I would go to the gym, I was just, you know, passing time. I wasn't really there because I was serious or because I really cared about my body and taking care of me. I was just there because I'm like, I'm supposed to be here. That was my criticalness. It was how I viewed myself. So that was the same view I had toward other people. I said, so I told her, I said, but let me tell you this. When I got a hold of my mind and my thoughts and I began to switch it and I began to see myself of worth and value and I began to talk about the things I loved about my body and the things I loved about me, all of a sudden my lens toward other people was just love. Was, it was just love. Because the only goggles I had on for myself was love. And I'm like, the Bible even says, love others as you love yourself. So if, it's impossible for you to love others as much more than you love yourself. You can't. You can't love other people more than you. It starts with you. You love people as much as you love you. So as much as you have filled yourself up in the good, that's how much you can pour. There is no, well, I have an empty glass of how much I hate myself. 
So now I'm going to pour love onto other people. You can't do that. There's no way. It's impossible. You can't do it. So as much love and grace as you give towards yourself, that is the extension of what you're going to give to other people. So I told her, I said, when I began to put the love goggles on toward myself and see the way that God sees me, now all of a sudden I began to see the way that God sees other people. And I said, and here's what happened. Here's where muscle and mindset was birthed. I said, it was in this thought. I saw someone that was overweight and my heart cried. Let me tell you old Natalie. Old Natalie probably would have thought, oh, they're lazy. Or man, she just really needs to stop eating fast food. Right? Those are just like little thoughts that would go through my mind. I said, but when I began to see love, the love goggles, and to see the way that God sees me and see the way that God sees other people, my heart broke. And I said, when I saw someone that was overweight with my new lens, my heart broke. And you know what I thought? That's a girl that's in pain. And she goes, the guy I was talking to, she goes, what do you mean? I said, sometimes you can't see people's pain. Let me give you an example. Sometimes people go to drugs and you can't see it on their life. Sometimes you can because their teeth are falling out, but sometimes you can't. Someone that is in pain and they go to alcohol, sometimes you can see it on their body. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes they, they hide it really well. Guys, men, okay, they're in pain. And so they escape to pornography. You can't see it on their body. You can't, right? It's not there. So there, there's these secret, everyone, has, everyone can have a pain and they can go to a source that they're trying to fill. And sometimes those things that the sources that they go to, you can't see it on their physical body. But food, you can And so what I realized is that when I see an overweight person, I can see someone that's in pain because they've gone to food for when they're they're sad. They've gone to food for when they are depressed. They have gone to food when, when things are haywire, when they're stressed. And the only difference between a person that's addicted to alcohol and a person that is going to food is I can actually just physically see it. And then I realized I can help them. I can help them. And it's not going to be from a diet. It's going to be to actually show them that they're worthy. (laughs) And to show them that they have value. And the gal that I was talking to was extremely overweight in our program. (laughs) And she said, here I am. I am the person that is extremely overweight. And she's like, and Natalie, when I see people, I see lazy. Like when I see people that are overweight, I don't see that. And I said, and let me tell you why. Because when you look at you, you put yourself down. So the same lens that you have for you, you see in other people. So when you see an overweight person, you see them through the same lens that you see you. So this program is going to change your mind. And once we change the way you think, 
you are going to see yourself differently and therefore you're going to be able to help other people out of the same freaking pit because you now see it totally different. You don't see a lazy woman that is overweight. You see someone that is broken and you see someone that can be restored. And you're going to dig deep into that pit and you're going to help her out. You guys, it's been almost a year since this gal has gone through our program. And she's one of my freaking rock stars. And she is a completely different person. And she said, in going through your program, not only have I lost a lot of weight, (laughs) I have gained self-confidence. And you're right. Now when I see people that are overweight, all I want to do is show them that they have value and they have worth. And she goes, and you're right. It's because when I look in the mirror, I see worth and I see value. And now I 100% get it. When I look in the mirror and what I see is going to be the same lens that I see other people. And I am now no longer critical and judgmental of other people. I see people that are broken and that are on their own life journey. And I can extend grace because I extend grace to me. Are you extending grace to yourself? How much love do you have for you? Because however much you have, that's how much you can give. It's not the other way around. You cannot pour from an empty place. There's no way that you can have a glass that is full of judgment and critical and toxic and negative about you and try to pour love and grace and kindness and joy to other people. It will not work. It won't work. So you've got to give yourself grace and love first. You've got to invest in you first so that you can bring your best to other people. It starts with you. It starts with you. So if you're not taking time in the morning to fill your tank, to speak life over yourself, to create your identity of who you desire to be, then you're just going about your day pouring from an empty place because you never took time to fill yourself up. I want to share with you one story from the Bible. I love the word of God. It just, it's, it's my roadmap for life. And I know we all have different belief systems, but this is me and this is my podcast. So I get to share my message. This story really hit me. Um, when I was going through, when I was creating muscle and mindset and this story really hit me of what God was telling me to do. There was this man in the Bible, his name was Saul and Saul, if you don't know the story, killed Christians. He hated Christians, hated all of them. So he was ordering all the Christians to be killed. That was what he did. And he was on the road to kill some more Christians and God stopped him on his horse and he fell off his horse and this blind light, super bright light shined and he was blinded by it. And God said, why do you persecute me? Why are you persecuting me, Saul? Why are you killing my people? Why are you killing people? 
Why do you have all this hatred? Why is your heart so bitter? Why is your heart so stone cold? What's going on? So he blinds him for three days. So Saul, he goes back and he realizes that he's blind. And he's, you know, he heard God. And he's, you know, he's like, what's going on? So God calls Ananias, this man who, is, who loves God, but knows about Saul and knows that he's been killing Christians. And God tells him, I've changed his heart. I have changed Saul's heart. I want you to go and lay your hands on his eyes and just heal him because he's going to do good things. Here's the thing. Here's what I want to pause in the story. Ananias is like, yo, (laughs) I know that dude. His identity, God, his name is Saul and he kills people just because they love you. That's it. It's all, he only kills people because they love you and they're doing good things and he has them killed. So you want me to go down there and heal him? Uh Uh-uh, no way, right? That's how I would be. Be like, heck no. I know that man's identity. His identity is a killer. I want nothing to do with that. And God's like, no, no, no. I've restored him. I've changed his heart. I've, and I actually, when you go there, he's going he's gonna to have, have a whole new name. He's going to have a whole new identity. Right? So nice obeys. He goes down there and he does. He goes down there and he, he, lays, his hands on, he lays his hands on Saul, who now in the Bible, his name is Paul. And Paul wrote most of the New Testament because he began to just see people the way that God sees them. See, he once was, he once was lost and he was blind. But then God opened up his eyes and he began to see differently. And when he saw himself differently, he saw people differently. And then God began to use him for good things. But here's the thing. Ananias had to give Saul grace and allow his new identity to take place. And because Ananias did that, Saul, who now is Paul, was able to go and be a completely different person. So sometimes in our life's journey, things happen to us. We fall off the horse, so to say. We, we hit rock bottom. Maybe we've, we've gone through a divorce. We've, we've done some hurtful things. We've said some hurtful things. We've done things that we're not proud of. And rather than getting up and saying, I'm going to live in that fault. I'm going to live in that failure. I'm going to live as that is my identity. I, I'm divorced. No one wants me. I'm going to live in that identity. You're going to live a different life. Here's what I'm just, here's where like this message is like so heavy in my heart is do not live in the place that you fell. Live in a place where you rise. You see, you're going to fall. You will. As you continue in life's journey, you're going to make mistakes. But it's about picking yourself back up, encouraging yourself, giving yourself grace, not just for you, but you know that as much grace and as much love as you're going to give you, that's what you're going to give to other people. And so what I realized in this story about Saul, who then became Paul and Paul, um, 
began to live a completely different life is every day I'm like, Lord, help me see not only the way that you see me so that I can live my best life, but so that I can live a life that sees your lens to other people because I want to help people. I don't want to condemn them. I don't want to judge them. I want to give them grace and I want to give them love. So as much love and grace as God extends to me, I can extend to me and I can extend to other people. So the next time you catch yourself maybe judging someone or being critical of someone or you know, having a short fuse with someone, you probably have that toward yourself. In fact, I would even say you do have that toward yourself. You're critical of yourself, you're judgmental toward yourself, and you've got a short fuse towards yourself because that's as much as you give to you is what you're going to give to other people. So as you begin to pick up that pen and create a new story, as you give yourself grace to walk out your story, give other people the grace to walk out theirs.